You're listening to the Morning Brew Show, a podcast about a student who's trying to make sense of what it means to live in a society filled with mysteries while trying to answer the questions we often articulate ourselves with every day. My name is L, and I'm a student who's just trying to talk about anything and everything over a cup of coffee. Hello, everybody. Good morning, and welcome to the Morning Brew Show. Today, I want to talk about city and provincial living because most of you may know I I don't come from any province. I, I've lived in the city my whole life and I got curious as to what it's like to live in the province. So today I have with me a really good friend of mine and we've actually had a podcast episode on my other podcast on Rhyme and Reason podcast. We've also had a lot of projects together in the university, and without further ado, I would like to welcome Mickey G. Cortez to the Morning Boo Show. Hi! Hi everyone! It's Mickey G. I am a multimedia studies student of UPOU, and yes, I'm a good friend of Elle. And I'm here today to share my experiences in the province and in the city. Before we get started, how are you today? I'm good! More than fine now that it's our term break. Yeah, it feels so good to, you know, to have that free time. Yeah, so I have some free time to spare, hence my presence here in your podcast. Yeah, and binge watching Squid Game. Yeah, I am. (laughs) I'm about to continue later after this. Yeah, it's been so good so far. I mean, in my opinion, like it's so, the games are so enticing and you would. I'm I'm on episode. No, I'm gonna be an episode four later, and I'm and I'm planning to finish it until episode nine. <laughs> Binge watch. So far, episode six is so good. I mean, for me because it's so nerve wracking and yeah, it is. I'm gonna say like you know the the tension yeah from from wanting everybody to survive yeah, <laughs> and there's also mm-hmm. a drama behind it. Like the betrayal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't wanna. I don't wanna drop some spoilers for our listeners, but <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah. We're not really sharing anything other than just you know, <laughs> very vague descriptions. Yeah. I wanna say that episode five and six is where it really gets exciting. Mm. Stay tuned for that. Okay. Enough. <laughs> I'm just on episode three. <laughs> I don't wanna hear any further spoilers or any idea. <laughs> Yeah. So, so you have a province, right? Mm, well, I live in Quezon City, Manila, mm-hmm. uh, right now. However, every Christmas we get to have a vacation at my mother's hometown, which is Candapa, Pampanga. What's it like there? Mm, well, every Christmas season, it has been a tradition of our family that we travel to Candapa and stay at my mother's house for at least a week. Mm-hmm. And what I really look forward to whenever we go there is the farm, which is just a few steps away from where we stay. So, me and my younger cousins, uh, wait, sh- I'm, I'm gonna share a favorite memory. Yeah, yeah <laughs> or, please do. Or wait, it, the children of my cousins, rather, we always make a trip to the farm before sunset. And when you get at the farm, mm-hmm. you would really feel the peace and serenity when you look at the picturesque view. and. You would also get to see a lot of farm animals, as in a lot of them, such as the carabaos, goats, chickens, and ducks. And since it's just a small town, the farmers who live there, they know our family personally. Mm -hmm. So we greet them and we stop by at their house for a brief, you know, exchange of pleasantries or kamustahan. And that's what I really love the most. Because I get to find beauty and peace in the simplicity of provincial living. Like, imagine being away from the toxicity and pollution of Manila life and spending time with the kids in such a relaxing environment. And I love kids, by the way, because I don't have any siblings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And being there in our province before the year ends, it's like a reset button that I need before I face the new year. Ooh, that sounds so peaceful. Yeah, it is. That's what I need. <laughs> it's like what I said. It's like the reset button. <laughs> yeah. Do you do farm work while you're in the farm? No, not really. But we pick some mangoes <laughs> from trees. 
<laughs> but I don't really. I never experienced doing farm work. <laughs> we just pick fruits from random trees that we get to see Ooh. there. So, like the landan. <laughs> Ooh. So are these trees like? Uh, is that what they farm, or are they just like the normal trees you plant at home? That it's just there's one mango tree here, and then in the other street there's one apple tree, or is it like? Uh, it actually each mm. tree is actually owned by a family, and sometimes <laughs> <laughs> we pick fruits without them knowing. <laughs> wow! Oh so, yeah, that's really exciting, by the way. And then when we see the owner of that tree, we just run. We run for our lives. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it is really exciting, especially that I don't really. I was an only child. I don't really have that mm-hmm. kind of childhood when I get to spend most of my days outside. I just sleep and play with myself at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so me being able to experience that with my with the children of my cousins, yeah, it takes me back to my childhood. Although I'm already 21. <laughs> Wait, children of your cousins? So yeah. you're the youngest amongst your cousins? Yeah. Yeah, I am. All Ooh. of them already have their own children, and I'm still here. <laughs> It sounds so fun. Like I wanna, I want to experience something like that. Because the one time that I was able to experience something, I mean, I can't say it's as peaceful and as good as yours, but it was we had in we had an outing, sort of. Um, like after our culinary mm. classes were finished, and after all our final exams and restaurant simulations were over, we went to Bulacan, and there was this resort there. Where specifically in Bulacan? Hmm, that's the question, isn't it? <laughs> you can't remember anymore. Nope, I forgot. <laughs> but all I know is that it was a resort in Bulacan somewhere. <laughs> And okay. In this resort, I mean, um, it, my classmate owns owns the resort and the farm. Oh. So when we went there, there was this chicken farm, and there were goats as well. And mm-hmm. we went there for an o- overnight. We slept there overnight. We had to have dinner, right? So our dinner there was budol budol. What's that? Wait, really? I don't know that. What's budal buda? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I always get to hear new uh, my vocabulary about words, about food rather. <laughs> Expand whenever I talk to you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so budal budal is this. Um, it's a traditional Filipino thing, especially you have it when they're. When you eat with the whole family or your whole barcada, so there's this right in the middle of the table. It's either Wait, do you mean budol banana pie? leaves. Yes, budol 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 pie. We do that too. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I don't know that it's called budol budol. We call it budol pie. <laughs> well, budol pie is sort of like because we do know. that in a province as well. Mm-mm. I think budol fight is sort of a Taglish term na siya. But budol-budol uh, is... Budol-budol <laughs> is what we call them. <laughs> It pala. Okay. okay. So, like, everything there, we had to catch for our... We have to catch ourselves. Um, we planned to have fish. We had to plan to have pork. And we, had, we planned to have chicken. So, the chickens were fun to catch. Because, <laughs> you know, they're small and they're fast and pretty annoying yeah. to catch. But... That sounds fun. Yeah. The really challenging one is the pig. <laughs> Tell me about it. We spent an hour trying to catch this pig. Wait, it, I mean, it's not even the big one. It's just a big So, the baby pig. And uh, for the lecture okay. on the lecture. We spent an hour trying to catch the pig, and our mentor did not tell us anything prior to the, us catching the trying to catch the pig because he told us mm-hmm. everything we're gonna eat we need to catch. So we caught oh! three chickens. Sorry, that's exciting. Actually, it is because <laughs> it's a first time for me. You know, 
it, it was my first time to be yeah. in a farm like that. And yeah, okay. What was really annoying, I mean, it was a good experience, but we spent an hour running after the pig, right? And then mm-hmm. a um, uh, a classmate. Well, no, he's not a classmate. He's more of an alumni of that of that mm-hmm. um, of the our of the culinary program mm-hmm. that I was in, and he knew th- our mentor because he studied under him as well. He came with an mm-hmm. already slaughtered and clean big <laughs> after <laughs> we tried catching the the small one at the farm so i, I want to say i i would say that it, it it was worth it because it was like an experience but you know it's just kind of annoying <laughs> but if but if given a chance would you want to experience that again yeah of course see <laughs> it's, i mean it's fun yeah. it's something that you don't do every day so. yeah i wish we could do it i mean i wish we i wish to have that experience as well catching pigs and chickens <laughs> <laughs> you will soon I yeah hope. it was one of the only memories that i could i have of a somewhat like provincial life or moment rather experience mm-hmm. i guess is a better word you spend christmas in the province right mm-hmm. so today during covid do you still go to the province or you haven't been able to last time that i got there was december 2020 so yeah uh we were still able to go there last christmas Mm -hmm. and what i love the most about spending our christmas there is whenever we get there to celebrate christmas it really hits differently because it's really a season of family reunion and the whole clan of my mother is expected to be there, including their spouses and their children. And mm-hmm. as a whole, it really captures the joy and essence of Filipino celebrations because every Christmas we rent a karaoke machine. So we have Ooh. music, we dance, <laughs> we laugh, and we exchange stories over cases of beer and plates of pulutan. Mm-hmm. And the morning after, we get to eat. We get to have a boodle fight, <laughs> a boodle fight on a banana leaf. So that experience does not compare with every occasion that I've spent here in the mm-hmm. city. And yeah, although it's 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 COVID season, uh, luckily we were able to spend Christmas in Kandaba last last year, and I'm really looking forward to it this year. Hopefully. Was it any different though? Hmm. Not, 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 not all of my family. I'm. I mean, we were not complete because there is somebody who will come from Cavite, and since Mm. the roads are blocked, that's too far. Yeah, the roads are blocked, so they were unable to make it. So we were not complete, but nevertheless, we we made it work. So those who may, who were able to get there are those who are nearby. So unlike before, when the whole clan is really there, we were mm-hmm. incomplete last Christmas. So what we did is we just had a video call with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we just called them over the phone and then, yeah, we just passed the phone from one family member to the other. <laughs> That sounds like a typical um, Saturday yeah. for us. <laughs> now you live in Quezon City, Manila. Mm-hmm. And so far, what's it like for you? Um, Actually, I have been residing here in Quezon City since birth. So I don't think that I live in the city now is an applicable statement. But if I were to compare them, provincial versus city life, well, the latter is more convenient. Because you have easier access to malls and stores, and of course, the internet connection is faster in the city, which is a necessity nowadays. But on the other hand, provincial living is much simpler, which would make you appreciate the little things and the people around you, especially your family. That's why actually in the movies, it's a common cliche to have to have this elitist or bratty character who will have a change of heart or character development once True. he or she stays in a province. 
It's because when you're stripped down of things that used to be accessible to you, you will be forced to adapt and learn how to work mm. with what's only available. So you also get to, you would have an opportunity to get along with people around you because you're not totally familiar with how things work in an environment that's new to you. But if you were to ask me, I would still want to live in the city. Because although the province is great because of the environment and people, I don't want to romanticize it that much. Because for vacation goers, it's great. It's great for a breathe of fresh air, but for people who actually live there, it's a different story. Because provinces deserve more attention from local government because of the lack of easily accessible hospitals and health centers in terms of emergency. Mm-hmm. And second is the lack of schools. And if you watch the documentaries of Eyewitness, you would see how teachers and students cross islands, mountains, and waters risking their lives for the sake of receiving education. And I believe that these struggles of our fellow Filipinos should not be romanticized, but should be given more attention to alert the LGUs and politicians. Because people, mm-hmm. because people in provinces deserve as much accessibility to vital things in life as us city dwellers. Actually, that was one of our um, CWAT's projects. We we partnered with this mm-hmm. uh, with Terambid Incorporated, which is sort of a small mm-hmm. company, and they have this group of teachers, right? So they reside in Hamtic Antique. Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with the area, it's it's a it's it's a rural area, and there are a lot of mountains, and the there's this small um, there's this small community up there in Hamtik Antika and these uh, small group of teachers they would go there they would hike up there and they would give them um, education ma- education materials like uh, printed modules they mm-hmm. sometimes they would try to provide videos and they had uh, three four sometimes they would invite guests over you know to teachers or to make this sort of presentation for them and what we did was we when we partnered with them we created these pub mats or like uh, social media posts you know so it the, the goal for that project was to bring more attention to this uh, specific community in Hamtika Antike because it was such an isolated area and people people need uh, education and there were a lot of kids there yeah. so mm-hmm. i'm hoping that the, uh, our advocacy and our project with them helped them in a way because it brought them more attention even if if it were just a handful of people we still brought them um attention I mean, actually, we did. We partnered with them both for our see what's one and see what's two. Mm-hmm. That's what we did. We gave them social media posts to, you know. Yeah, because they need the attention. They need the publicity. Yeah. And yeah, that's why I said I don't want to romanticize that that much. Because if they would only know the reality that's going on in rural areas, you won't really tell yourself that I oh I want to leave. I want to live here for the rest of my life. Like, it's good to go there for um, vacations, to reset, like you said. Yeah. But in some ways, it is more beneficial to live in the province compared to living in the city. Because Mm -hmm. there there are distinct benefits when you live in the province and whether you live in the province or in the city. Because in the city, yes, you have access to a lot of things that you need. But also, you are giving away something like, let's say, um, your privacy. Or there are a lot more crimes in the city. And Mm, it's just a lot more accidents happen in the city. So it's also really dangerous to live in the city, right? Whereas in the province... Yeah, and the environment itself. Yeah. Pollution, the traffic. Mm -hmm, Yeah, over the traffic. The unsolvable traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But the thing is that the thing that I remember most about provinces is, I mean, I'm not sure if they can call it a province in horror movies, right? Like, the typical horror movie theme or setting is they would go on a vacation in some, somewhere isolated. Mm-hmm. So it's like this house mm-hmm. or a yeah. barn or like in The Shining, it's a hotel up in the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and then scary shit happen. I don't want, I don't really watch a lot of horror movies, but I get what you mean. <laughs> but for me, like what I said, yeah. In rural areas, can you, I don't know if you watch If you, uh, yeah, you're not much into local, local media content. Nope. But yeah, usually the story is a, a rich guy or girl. He will, he or she will find himself being in, being in a province and he would have a change of heart or a character development. Mm-hmm. Like for being an elitist, he will be, he would learn, he or she would learn how to live in a much simpler way mm. and he would learn he, he or she would learn how to get along with people this reminds me of this movie that it's, my mom watched it was it's, it's a common trope actually in movies and series yeah. in palace areas it's you, pretty it's pretty cliche have you watched this movie where this girl was allergic to the internet Yeah, it's on my watch list actually. It's it's uh wait. I'm thinking of the name of the actress Sue. Oh, It I have no idea. Sue Ramirez, right? I have no idea who the actress is. But you've watched it. Yeah, because mom was watching it. Is it good? Um for me, I don't I didn't like it because it was cringy as hell. Ah, okay, you I found mean, it cringy. Yes. <laughs> Yes, because, you know, I don't really watch those films, but... You should! Some films are great! Yeah, some films are great, but... The Philippine cinema. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great, but the others are just for for hype. Yeah. It's like the movie, um, Eerie. Ah, the one featuring Bea Alonso. Yeah. Have you, have you seen it? Mm, no, because I'm not much into horror movies. <laughs> But since I'm a fan of Bea Alonzo, I know that it's her movie. I can't say that it's really a horror movie. I mean, at least for me. Like, it was so cliche that it was... The setting was in a school. Um, spoiler alert for those who haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Although, it was released three years ago, so, you know. But the whole story of it, it lacked suspense for me. Like, it had no build-up. Was it shot from the province? It looked like, yeah. Or a rural area? A rural area at most. Mm. Because most of the shots were really just in the school. Mm. And a few shots outside. So, that's about it. That's why, that's why, the, um, that's why I found it boring because it just stayed in the school. Mm. You should try to watch it. I mean... Since you ah, I'm a scaredy cat. <laughs> I would think about it before I go to sleep <laughs> when the lights are off. That's why I don't really watch a lot of horror movies. Although people say it's not scary, you should try it. No, I can't. I'm an overthinker. <laughs> so If you I would have a think about for like... a scene. I would think about a particular scene, a scary scene, before I go to sleep. <laughs> so no. <laughs> <laughs> And the worst part is for me, um, from that film was the whole, um, the whole thing was so dark. I mean, in a way that the it lacked lighting. Maybe because it's a thriller horror film. It That's is, why. but if you compare it to other thriller horror films, it's they don't stay with they don't they um, each scene has a different um, set of colors, right? So, yeah. in this particular movie, Eerie, it was almost always um, the cinematography. Yeah, it's so dark. Mm. It's, it's almost so gloomy. Everything was so gloomy. So maybe it's really supposed to be that way. I guess, but that's what sort of made the movie 
boring for me because it really lacked colors and for a horror movie you need to have these scenes where you would forget that it's a horror movie See. Try to watch it. Try, try, try to watch the film. <laughs> Is it? Does it? Does it have a lot of scare? What do you call that? Jump scares. Yeah, jump scares. Not really. I mean, the jump scares are not really, but there are. There are. There are, but they are predictable. Okay. I mean, at least for me, huh? <laughs> I've seen a lot of horror movies now, and most of these jump scares are predictable. Because. I am a fan of Bea Alonso, so it's the only movie of her that I haven't watched yet. But the rest, <laughs> I have. <laughs> so watch it. To complete the list, watch it. <laughs> okay, okay. I gotta watch it with somebody. I can't be alone. <laughs> oh, well, in that case, if you want to watch it's it, it's on Netflix. I'm, you know. It's on Netflix. Wait, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, I forgot. I don't know. Um, well, I haven't searched it in Netflix, but I watched it in the theater mm-hmm. in the Cinehan because, you know, I went there with a friend and we watched okay. it. And we were All both right. so disappointed. Alright. I thought you just watched it just recently, this pandemic. We watched it um, a week after it was released in the theaters. I see. If, you're, if you want to watch it with someone and, you know, you can message me, you know. Like, okay, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, but I mean, in person, oh, <laughs> it can't go out, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's too bad, <laughs> anyways. So, you like to live in the city more compared to provincial life, yeah? If you were to ask me, yeah, because the internet connection is kind of really a hassle there. Oh, there is. Mm. I don't want you to envision. I don't want you to envision it like it's a rural area that has no internet connection, that has no signal. I mean, there's cell yeah, service, there so is. technically there's, there's cellular data cell- and service data in there, data. but the internet connection it's not as fast. True. Compared here in the city, and I need yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's a necessity nowadays. Mm. Especially with online. Yeah, uh, online classes. classes. Yeah, it was really a hassle. Cause I was chatting my friends. Cause of course it's Christmas, right? So I gotta, I gotta greet them, mm-hmm. and it takes a while before my <laughs> messages get sent. So. Oh yeah. And in one Wi-Fi connection, like my whole family is connected there. And even if you <laughs> use your data, <laughs> even if you have like an individual data on your phone, it's still slow. So, yeah. Because of that, I can imagine myself being in there for forever. <laughs> Wait, I want to point this out. You always say data. Mm, yeah, I'm a data kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> really? Because I heard from a friend that there are two types of person. A data kind mm. of person and a, a data kind of person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. There are two types of people in this world. <laughs> <laughs> the data and the data. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm a data. <laughs> I'm a data kind of person. <laughs> Damn it. Either way is acceptable though. Fuck the beagle one. Yeah. She just walked up to me and then I, I saw her tail wagging and it did not register at first that it was her because I just, right at the corner of my eye, her tail was wagging. And <laughs> Fuck. It misses you. <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> because she's not tied up at the moment, so she's just roaming around. Maybe it wants to play. I think she's looking for another place to sleep in because mom's lights are open mm. in her room and she was sleeping there. Since we've covered pretty much everything that I wanted to ask. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have. I want to ask. Yeah. How was the how was last term for you? Oh, how was last term for me? Actually, to be honest, it was the lightest because I never had any exams. It was just all final projects, and I really, generally, wholeheartedly enjoyed seeing 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 festival. So for me, that was <laughs> the best. That was the best activity that I ever had. 
Yeah, I, I envy you for that. Oh, last term. The, the, it was the last term of my second year. I am an upcoming junior of BAM. Yes. <laughs> Two more years through. to go. <laughs> yes, exactly. We're halfway through. So, yeah, it was, let's say it was the lightest Damn. and the most fulfilling. I envy term. you for that because <laughs> I, I hate exams and it's so I hate the Last exams. Year? Yeah. I the exams. And every single course was so painful. Except for Phil Arts, you know. And Except for Phil Arts. Because we were we were classmates in that one. Yes. And it and yeah. was enjoyable because our professor was so fun to hang around with and talk to. Yeah. And she's so responsive and active. Yeah. And the fact that she would share these and, webinars, yeah. right? Yeah. I attended actually, one of those webinars. The documentary. Yeah. yeah I, I enjoyed that. I went to Escolta Manila just to film that. And it was one of the best projects that I ever had. Although it was really exhausting because Manila is like a two-hour commute from my place. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, I envy you for you- that too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't actually, able to go out to actually, film. Wait, 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 wait. Um, I was about to opt for filming at Quezon City Circle. Mm-hmm. Quezon City Circle, yeah. And yeah. then I... Gave myself a challenge. Now I want to go outside my. I want to go beyond my comfort zone. So, what if I go to somewhere with a rich history? So yeah, then I search for some streets with with heritage. So with cultural heritage. So I came up with with Escalta, and then it was one of the best decisions that I ever had because when I saw. When I saw all of our works in one drive, right? It was all right there. Yeah. Almost six people made a documentary about Quezon City Circle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it was, it's really accessible yeah. and most students, a lot of students live around here. Yeah, so. yeah, and yeah, that, that's actually what I, that's actually the first option on my list. Because it's just accessible from where I live. So... Like in Escolta, it's two hours away. And it was, yeah, I learned that sometimes you really have to push yourself outside your comfort zone. Yeah. It's more worth doing, more more worthwhile. And this is what I told a friend of mine earlier, his um, Fonzie. I'm pretty sure you know who Fonzie mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the guest in one of your podcasts, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I told him earlier that told him something about always challenging yourself to sort of progress through something. Yeah. Right. So I just didn't like the fact that I wasn't able to go out for that project, but I still got a good grade for it. Although I Which forgot to, for the Phil Arts final project, the heritage video. Mm, yeah. It, I just, you know, I forgot that one thing that everybody almost forgot, or most of mm-hmm. us forgot. <laughs> yeah. Which kind of sucked, but still, we got an Uno. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and Virtual up here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone made a video that was about the um, Discounts Monument in Quezon City. Yeah. It was actually the first time I heard about it. Actually, for me, it I oh, just yeah, I, I explained it in the video. Ah, let me ask you: When you interviewed the your interviewees, did you really interview them nope. in person? No. Oh, you got that from online. Yeah. Oh, I see. It was it was linked there on the references, but yeah, they were all online and. Actually, they came from mm. another similar video that a student did about that, mm. and it was it's on YouTube. If you want to find it, it's there. Because when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, he interviewed some officials with with a position." And then what I interviewed only are people that I saw on the street. Like, I don't know if you watched it, mm. but I interviewed a news a newspaper vendor yeah. and. 
in another vendor. And then and then Miss Labor, Prof Labor commented that it was a great job. Great job for interviewing the great job for choosing those interviewees. So I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing I would like to talk about the radio program that we did. Mm, yeah, that's another Have one. Have you heard it? I guess no, I haven't sent you the link. I will, I will. I edited it. I spent three days in editing it. And then I let a BAMS classmate hear about it. Mm. A techie, a very techie and a nerdy BAMS classmate. Mm. So how was it? <laughs> What was their output about it? And then he said that your audio is good. Oh man, that's... On cloud. And then the editing is solid. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, do send me the link because it's a bit wild. Seems like it seems like it's straight out of out of the radio, out of the FM radio. Ooh. Yeah, wanna wanna. Wait. But there's something wrong with my mic though. We're in the radio program. Yeah. There are some parts that I re-recorded and Ooh. I don't know. Never mind. Just listen yeah, to it. Well, after this, um, you know, after this podcast. After this, it's 20 minutes. Oh yeah. 20 minutes long. And it didn't Wait. seem like it would. It would. It would take that long. Or the episode would this <laughs> would be that long. This link. And actually, I sent that to the GC, the Film Fest GC, when they were asking for hosts. Because mm-hmm. I said that, I actually, guys, I made a radio program with Elle. So if you guys are looking for a co-host, you guys might want to consider this one. Then I sent them the link. And then, Kuya Jaime said, Ang galing naman, Nikki. At dahil dyan, ikaw na ang host. <laughs> <laughs> There. If you... If you um if you uh, watch the digital fiesta that we did a few days ago, oh yeah, I'm sorry I wasn't able to drop by. I was <laughs> no, still asleep, okay. but I yeah. really wanted to. Actually, we have the whole thing is on YouTube. Mm. If you want to watch it, I'm gonna send you the link later. Oh yeah, send me because... send me the link. Let's exchange links for our works. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what creatives do. Because <laughs> the thing is. The digital fiesta was it. It was a one year, one year's worth of planning, according to our program chair. Ooh. So, it we did put a lot of work to it. There was a lot of effort, and I would say every it's it's worth it. Like, okay, here I'm gonna send you the link to the. Mm-hmm. Send me the right, link. I want to see. I want to see it. Okay. It's there. What's this one? Stay Fit Initiative. Yeah, that's the YouTube channel that we made. That's for that was for the AA program um, mm-hmm. events and whatnot. How many so, days will it be? The digital fiesta. Oh, it was two days. Ah, okay. So it's it's over because I mm, see yeah. day one and Ooh. day two here. Yes, last day was yesterday. I wish we also have that in Bams though. Yeah, would have been. Can you propose to Prof. Buot? Oh, that's so... the thing. She's not our program chair anymore for next semester. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it's she only. Seems she like only she had... cares. She really cares about AA students, mm. from what I hear. Yeah, and she's uh, no um this one, this one, this digital fans that this. This was one of the events that she worked really hard on because, mm. we, if I remember correctly, it took us a month to get to set everything up, and watch the video later, and you'd see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will after this or after I watch Squid Game. <laughs> yeah. So probably tomorrow, I will surely check this out. We gotta beat those spoilers on st- on Twitter and Facebook. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see a lot of spoilers, so that's one of the yeah. um, good things to have when you don't have any social media. No spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> when I see a spoiler, I skip right away. I don't read the post <laughs> <laughs> on my newsfeed. 
I want to address this. Um, you're planning to release a podcast as well, right? Yeah, I'm planning. So, how's that so far? But how's I'm, that going but I'm, so but far? I am planning out the episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, first five, you said, right? And the yep. intro. Yeah, I'm still laying out everything. The intro just has to be, you know, short and informative. I know. I want to have like... I want to have like a music like you did. <laughs> yeah. Well, I could make you one. Just, oh, you know, just tell me what great. you... Certain okay. things that you want to have in the music. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it helps me relax making those types of music. Ooh. And All right. I think I have a lot. I think I have a lot of unused ones as well. I just have to start. But I want it to be like that would really be Mickey, you know? Yeah. If you know what I'm talking about. Yes, actually, I want it to be just something that I grabbed from the internet and then I just put it right in. I might base it on your YouTube videos in the past. If you, I'm not sure if you have music on those. I think I remember you ha- you having some. <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking of a. Actually, I want to change the name because it was a scra- a scra- What's that? Mm-hmm. Scrabbling the ramblings or something. <laughs> I want it to be more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be. I want it to be a podcast where that's why it takes me like, quite quite a long time to do it because I'm deciding on whether I should keep it like this. Nah. Uh, what I call this, you surface level topics, or whether mm-hmm. I should really dig deep into my inner thoughts mm-hmm. to stare. So yeah, I'm still deciding on that. Like I wanted to be like vulnerability with Mikiji. <laughs> 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 yeah, something like that. Because <laughs> yeah, it can be surface level topics like this, like anything under the sun that's not too personal. But on the other hand, I want I want it to be an avenue where I can really open up myself. People would really get to know me and my inner thoughts, my ruminations in life. But I'm still scared to be that vulnerable. And then where where they would hear my voice, they would hear my thoughts, they would know well, who I really am. That's one topic, or that's one way to do a yeah. podcast. But we'll work on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably we'll we'll take that one. We'll take that course. <laughs> so yeah, you're the only one who knows. You're the only one so far who knows about it. Well, kayaan. Well, actually, I can I can edit and such. It's easy to talk, but mm-hmm. you know the cur- the courage to open up, mm-hmm. to open up yourself to the world. That's what I have to work on right now. Actually, that's the thing. The way to do it is to make it for yourself, not for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But then, I'm so, for sure, I'm gonna have hypercritical thoughts like, "Oh, what would what would people think once they know this side of me? Oh, what would what what, what would they think about my podcast?" And yeah, such? but <laughs> yeah, that's a common thing for people who first start their podcast. I mean, especially for us, mm-hmm. for me and Sophia, for having yeah. these podcasts, right? I had shit quality microphone. <laughs> what? My microphone quality for the first few episodes of Rhyme and Reason podcast yeah, sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm gonna be honest with that. We, I was doing so many experimental shit with that. Okay. Until... Yeah, I figured. So we, we sort of found this... Um, we found a way to maintain a certain audio, a, um, audio mm-hmm. quality. Which, um, you know, I showed you this, the small microphone that I bought off Shopee. Yeah, actually it's good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Which was sort of surprising for a 70 peso <laughs> microphone. I want to try it actually. Because I don't know if it's just my voice. I want my voice to sound deeper. Like more whole, I don't know. Deeper. Well, <laughs> the power of editing. I don't know. I don't know if it's just with my microphone or, but yeah. How? What do you think about my audio, especially during the, during the scenic scenic festival? It was good, naman. Hmm. Okay. Ano lang dun, it... This is just this is just three fifty, and then I just mounted it on a tripod. <laughs> 
Well, actually, that's the uh, no. That's about the price of the microphone that I'm using now, the one that you're hearing. Mm. But but you sure it's good? How about now? Yeah, it's still good, man. It's it's clear. Mm, okay. okay. I, could, I mean, earlier I could still hear the sirens. But I wanted to. Yeah, it's 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 clear and it's decent. But I want it to be. I want it to sound like. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like. I want it to sound more whole, as if it has a depth on it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. clear and and all that, but I don't know. It lacks the frequency. <laughs> I don't know. That we can fix with editing. Yeah, actually, my friend from Babs, he tried to help me out on how to figure out this mic. I mean, how to figure out my how to to make my voice sound deeper and more whole, as it as if it has a dimension. I'm gonna experiment on that. Tomorrow, I'm gonna send you a short um, example of what mm -hmm. I do with audio to make them, to make people sound deeper and, you know, because yeah. I play around mm -hmm. with... I already... Exactly, I do that as well in Adobe Audition. I play around with presets and I make my no, own... It's, it's the, um, <laughs> yeah. the EQ levels that you play around, that you should play around with. Yeah. And sometimes what helps is... Okay. Yeah. Slowing down the audio a bit because when you slow down a okay, let's say it's a mm -hmm. five second clip of someone talk just someone normally talking. If you slow that down even for just a mm -hmm. um, point five seconds, you would hear the difference of the voice. If you slow it down, mm -hmm. it's going to come out deeper. If you um, if you want to make it sound higher, you make it go faster but i guess it's with i guess it's with my voice as in innately because the voices of male are naturally more mm -hmm. bassy compared to as women so that's another factor according to my friend because he tested my voice i mean he did something with a recording that i sent him and he said yeah because your voice is naturally pitchy mm -hmm. So it won't exactly sound as spacey as your friends. And he he was referring to you because he listened to the he listened to the audio uh, he listened to the radio program. Mm. And he said, I want it, I want my voice to sound like it has more dimension. Because he said that it sounds like I'm calling now. It sounds like I'm a caller. Mm. So he said that it lacks the frequency, your your voice. <laughs> Because it's kind of, it's kind of an audiophile, so <laughs> he can notice. Mm. Then he tried to edit my voice in Audacity. Mm. He applied some preset, and yeah, wow. you're right. It's with the post processing. Yeah, it can be, it, it can be fixed in post. <laughs> I'm gonna experiment on that as well. Yeah, but you said it sounds good, naman. But mm. I'm from my perspective, it's I'm still not satisfied with the audio quality that I get from this microphone. Expensive ones do sound better, but <laughs> come on, we, we're students. We don't have that allowance. Yeah, I know. No, actually, I can request. Oh, <laughs> from my from my mom and that, but I'm still thinking on. I'm I'm still trying to make the most of this microphone. Actually, this is not for podcasting. Eh. This is a shotgun microphone. The one that you put atop of... The, cameras. Yeah, of cameras for vlogging and such. And I figured out that it can actually function as an all-in-one microphone. So I used it for podcast and mm -hmm. for Zoom meetings. And yeah, it's pretty good, man. <clears throat> it sounds good, man. Since this is the Morning Boo Show, I mean, I've asked this, I've asked you this already before, even you know, in our, in our regular conversations. But for the sake of the show and the theme for our Morning Boo Show, do you drink coffee? I am a caffeine addict. I can't go without it. <laughs> how how do you take your coffee? Iced, always iced and sweet. Yes, exactly, iced and sweet. I was thinking of the opposite of black because I don't like black coffee. <laughs> I want it white. <laughs> Let's just say that. Caffeine, I, I mean, caffeine is like my fuel to go on my, to continue my day and to continue living. <laughs> it makes me sleepy whenever I drink coffee. And then, Really? Yeah. Even if it's pure black. It's like, it's counterintuitive because you drink coffee in order for you to have an energy to go 
to continue your, your day or if it's hell week for you to still have that energy to yeah. stay up and for you it makes you sleepy yeah. thing is it only takes effect when i have two cups of coffee it's ironic i know right <laughs> how do you how do you like your coffee black and pure mm. <laughs> i don't like it with it's sugar. the other way around for me yeah so we're opposites when it comes to coffee <laughs> i want it iced and i want it sweet and i want it Why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, iced coffee is good, especially after lunch because yeah. it's so damn hot. Mm. I like how much you shared about the provincial life because I, I myself was unable to experience that type of um, experience, like you yearly going to the province and enjoying them with family and cousins and you know hanging out in the farm and. Um, it really enlightened me because there are times that my lola would invite us to go to Laguna Paete when there was no COVID. Mm-hmm. But at the time when she would ask me or us is, well, it's just not the right timing. <laughs> but yeah, mm-hmm. the next time she would ask, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take her up on that offer and try to experience the provincial life. Yeah, you should. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you, Mickey, for joining me in the Morning Boo Show. Thank you, Al, for inviting me once again. Yeah, and for our listeners, we're gonna have another special episode with, with Mickey next week. And next week, we're gonna talk about lo-fi music and focus. Why it helps us focus. Yeah. Do stick around, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the morning blue show if you like that episode please hit that like and that subscribe button if you haven't already you can support this podcast by hitting the subscribe button on apple Podcasts, spotify and the anchor app the support for this podcast will allow me to produce more interesting episodes in the future also feel free to leave a review on apple podcast or anchor.fm to share your thoughts about the podcast thank you and see you next time <laughs>